I'm Bill. And I'm T-Dog. And this is Two Films, Two, films, two, two curious. curious. Where the two of us watch two movies. And we're curious about them. But not this time, because this time is a special feature uh, where we will discuss on What Do You Do, MCU? Avengers Age of Ultron, Avengers 2. And uh, bordering that, we're going to have a little bit of conversation about superhero movies in general. However, before we do that, thank you, of course, to our patrons on Patreon, uh, co-tagonist Chris and Nick, who have been our patrons for a good long while now, uh, as well as Two Films, Three Curious alum, Brenda, who is the sponsor of What Do You Do, MCU? And especially thank you to all three of them for the fact that they paid us for a whole month in which we released no episodes. We really appreciate it. We did. They're just very late. Right. Right. <laughs> this is the this is the uh, March uh, special feature uh, coming to you on March forty uh, second, uh, but or at least being recorded on March forty second. You guys are going to hear it on March forty third. Anyways, that joke is tired. I uh, wasted all of my of that joke on last week or last episode. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, we're we're here to talk to you about superhero movies this month. Uh, first things first, we'll we'll do uh, we'll do the Friday movie question version of it. Uh, Tyler, what is your favorite superhero movie and why? So, oh. Five hundred words. Oh oh no! <laughs> I need it in Terabian style. Double spaced Terabian <laughs> style because I always liked Terabian. I didn't like MLA or APA. I'll do my best. So you're being great at grammar. So <laughs> my favorite superhero movie is I feel like SpongeBob. What I learned in boating school today is <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's probably the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Okay. I mean, not only because it was very formative as far as like the superhero movie genre goes because, you know, it was that in X-Men that were like yeah. the, the, the new wave, I guess of them we had, yeah. you know, we have the Tim Burton, Batman, we have the Superman movies, but this is like the modern superhero movie for sure. Um, <clears throat> I just think it's a good study on Peter Parker and what makes him, him. I freaking love Willem Dafoe is green goblin. Oh, he's so good. He kills it. Honestly, he's good in any role, movie. but he's so great in that role. Here's a question. You are a huge Spider-Man fan. Would you say Damn. he's your favorite superhero? Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Why this Spider-Man and not the other any of the other Spider-Mans? Not Amazing Spider-Man or the Tom Holland one or Spider-Verse? It's like... I don't know. I feel like the whole Uncle Ben... I mean, the whole formative thing of Spider-Man, which is with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. It feels like it hits more in this one. Obviously, in the yeah. MCU version of in the Tom Holland Spider-Man, we don't have an Uncle Ben figure. No. And they really didn't need to show that again for a third time. And although they do talk about responsibility, it's really just sort yeah. of like him and Tony Stark. It's not that same... Yeah. yeah. My favorite scene of Spider-Man is in homecoming when he's trapped under the rubble and then he's like, come on, Spider-Man. And then he's able to like lift all this stuff off just because yeah. that, that's callbacks to a lot of, to like a very specific comic where he does a similar thing. 
Um, okay. But the but the Tobey Maguire Spider Man, I just think shows that more. Yeah, I think it. I it, that. it it's just about Spider Man. I. Uh... This is tangentially related, and we'll get to why in a minute. Uh, For those of you who don't know, uh, the first 13 years of my life, my parents were pastors, but they were pastors in a church that was not out here saying the Lord's Prayer very often. One time, though, we went to a family friend's church. They were Lutheran, and they said the Lord's Prayer, and Nick and I said it perfectly. And my mom afterwards was like, I didn't know you guys knew the Lord's Prayer. And we're like, well... Aunt May says it in Spider-Man 1. <laughs> That's how we know the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> and she was less thrilled about that, I guess. I mean, she wasn't like upset, but she was like, oh, well, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> Which I think is perfect. My favorite superhero movie, as I'm certain you know, uh, and I'm certain we've talked about on the show before, uh, is Mystery Men. The... Uh, very silly, very absurd superhero movie with Ben Stiller and Hank Azaria and Jeffrey Rush. And it's just, it's such a great, it's so stupid. I don't know if it's a great movie. I don't even know if it's a good movie, but it's a fun movie and it's so stupid. And I think that like one of the things that shows up in the Avengers movies all the time is how like bickery sometimes they get with each other, a little dysfunctional. And I feel like Mystery Men is what would happen if you actually got all of your coworkers together to be superheroes. And you're like, well, I fucking hate John. Like, he's an asshole. But I guess we got to do, like, he he can, I don't know. He pulls his fingers and he farts. So I guess we got to take him with us. He's got an actual superpower. Uh, and it's like, it's like watching The Office if The Office was a superhero movie. And I love that dysfunction. I know that when they were filming it, like, everybody who who's who's talked about it in interviews is like, I don't want to talk about this movie. I hated working on this movie, which is a bummer. But I think that also really led to the dysfunction. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It sealed those performances. It really right, did. It really did. <laughs> it's, I, it's one of my favorite movies apart from star Wars. Like I own, I think I only own two copies of it now, but I used to have the VHS. I bought a German steel book that I can't play on any of my devices. Cause it's region locked. But it's such a, I, just, I needed to have the steel book of it. There's a French one out too that I haven't gotten yet, but it was limited release, and so I think it's a little bit harder to find. Anyways, it's my favorite superhero movie, and I feel like I feel like there are movies that you would recommend to everyone because you think everybody would like them, or you would recommend to everyone because mm-hmm. you think everyone should see them, uh, even if they won't like them. Uh, and I feel like I would recommend Mystery Man to everyone just because I love that movie so much, and I want to force it on to everyone. <laughs> Yeah, there are it's those times probably when... not <laughs> one for everyone, but I want everyone to see it. There are those times of year, like like birthdays and stuff, that you can really force other people to watch what you want. Just them to about see. anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which goes into our conversation at the end, because I forced everyone to watch Birds of Prey, regardless of whether or not I thought people would like it, and they seem to all like it. Uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, we're we gonna say. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, I did. See, there we go. It's an amazing movie, and everybody should watch it. Uh, Before we talk about Birds of Prey and other DCU movies, though, uh, let's talk about Avengers Age of Ultron in What Do You Do, MCU? Uh, I literally just watched this movie again minutes ago, Uh, so I feel like I'm fully prepared to stumble through the plot. 
Do it. And, and I'll have uh, some fun facts afterwards. All right. So here's what happens in Age of Ultron. Avengers. All going to do a fight. They're going to try and find Loki's staff. Loki, uh, <laughs> there's some other people there too. Other superheroes. Uh, there's like a witch lady and a speedster. And they were like, oh no. And they were like, I don't know how this guy made superheroes and also got the staff, but we got to find out what the staff does. And so they're going to have a party celebrating the fact that they got the staff back. Uh, but while they're doing that, before they do that, Iron Man and Hulk are like, hey, let's use the smarts of the staff to power all of our suits. And Hulk's like, I don't know about that. And Iron Man's like, that's a yes. And uh, <laughs> so they're trying to get it set up and it's not working. He's like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Uh, let's go to the party. And they're having the party. And while they're having the party, the staff wakes up and he's like, hey, let me talk to Jarvis. And Jarvis is like, hey, man, what you doing? And he's like, yeah, I don't know about all this shit. And he's like, hey, you're not supposed to be awake. Let me turn you off. And he's like, fuck no. And he kills Jarvis. Uh, and then he uploads himself into a robot. And he comes out and he's like, hey, how come you made me all Frankenstein's monster fucked up? And Iron Man's like, you're not supposed to be here. Let me turn you off. And he's like, no, no, no. I turned that off. You can't turn me off because I turned off the turn off. And he summons a bunch of robots and they fight. And then uh, Ultron gets away. And, and with uh, the scepter. With the, the scepter, staff, right. Yeah. He he has uh, he has Loki's staff. Loki, <clears throat> he got it. And... <laughs> Uh, everybody's like, what the fuck was that? And uh, Hulk was like, it wasn't me. And Iron Man's like, listen, if it didn't fuck up, this would have worked. Listen, uh, I saw the staff on the counter. It wasn't me. Right. It wasn't me. <laughs> saw it on the sofa. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I even got it on camera. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Ultron goes and tracks down some uh, vibranium from uh, Gollum. Gollum's got the vibranium and he steals it. And then he goes and finds uh, the magic lady and the fast man and was like, hey, you want to fuck some shit up? And they were like, yeah, we'll fuck some shit up for you. Uh, but then the Avengers show up and they're like, hey, you can't have any of that. Uh, and he and Ultron and Wanda and Pietro Maximoff, the witch and the fast man, are like, no. And they knock almost everybody out. Hulk goes crazy. And uh, they were like, we got to get out of here. So they go to Hawk, Hawkeye's, Hawkeye's house. They go to the Hawkeye house. And uh, Velma is there and their kids. And they're like, man, we really, that really fucked us up. Uh, I can't believe you did that, Iron Man. And Thor's like, I got to go check something out. This is intense. Anyways, uh, Ultron goes to a doctor and is like, uh, I need you to make me a body that's made of vibranium. And she was like, I don't know about that. And he says, you do know about that. Fucking do it. And she's like, okay. And then the Avengers find him and they take away his body before they can finish it. And they're fighting. And uh, the body is there with Iron Man and Hulk. And Iron Man's like, hey, but what if we did it again? And Hulk was like, <laughs> fucking no, dude. And then like Captain America and all of them show up. And uh, Wanda and Pietro are like, no, uh, Ultron's fucking it up. We don't like that either. Uh, we're going to go see if we can help uh, out here. And uh, then they're like, they're going to, oh, they're going to, um, they're going to try and stop Iron Man. And he's like, you can't stop me. And then Thor shows up and he's like, you really can't. And he electrocutes the, <laughs> the thing and it out pops uh, Vision. And at first he's like, 
I'm a baby. Ah. And then he's like, wait a second. I got my smarts back. Sorry about that. Uh, anyways, uh, are we going to go, we going to go do the thing? And they're like, yeah. Also Sokovia is flying now. Uh, and so they go to Sokovia and Ultron is there and he's like, I fucking hate all of you. And they were like, we know it. And so then they start to fight Ultron. Uh, and everybody else is trying to get the Sokovians off of Sokovia, flying Sokovia to try and rescue him. And then they get him, they get him away, uh, for the most part. And then, uh, oh, Pietro dies and Wanda's really fucked up about that. She takes out Vision's heart. Uh, and I mean, Ultron's, Ultron's heart. heart, Ultron's heart, not Vision's heart. <laughs> Although Vision's heart feels that too. Cause he's in love with Wanda. You find out later. Yeah. She, she does take his heart just in a less graphic way. Right. She doesn't literally <laughs> rip it out of his chest. Like she does, uh, Ultron. Anyways, she gets that all squared away. And then, uh, an Ultron robot activates the thing to drop Sokovia. And they were like, Oh no. But then Thor and Iron Man blow it up. So it doesn't hurt. I mean, it still probably kills a bunch of people, but it doesn't like. It's not as bad as it could have been, yeah. Uh, which is something that will show up later on uh, when we talk about as bad as it could have been. Uh, but then they were like, "Oh, Vision finds the remains of Ultron," and uh, Ultron one, was yeah. like, "Yeah, he was like, you know, you think you can do better than me?" And Vision's like, "Bet," and kills him. Uh, and then. Oh, and then Iron Man's like, I gotta tap out, you guys. I don't think I can do this so much anymore. And Thor's like, I gotta go back up to heaven uh, with all this shit. And so Captain America and uh, Black Widow are like, we'll uh, we'll hook up with these new Avengers. And I don't remember the end credit scenes, but that's pretty much it. Oh, I don't remember the end credit scenes either. Clearly, they weren't important. I think probably one of them had to do with Ant Man. Oh, oh no, 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 no! I remember. Thanos gets the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, he walks that's up pretty <clears throat> and he gets it, and then he says, "Fine, I'll do it myself." And that's that. that's right. That's actually a, yeah. a fucking badass one. I remember watching this in the theater <laughs> with my dad uh, and being like, "That was okay. I liked that movie, I guess." And then that happens, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah. Well, all right then." Anyways, you have fun facts for I us. I saw it with I saw it with oh, my what were you say? youngest youngest brother in theater. And then yeah. that scene popped up, and he was like, what's going on with that? And I was like, let me tell you. <laughs> it's like that meme where it's like you're three hours deep into explaining something, and someone's like, but why is the gauntlet? And I'm like, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> so I do have some fun facts. Noise. Mostly involving uh, Ultron, actually. So ah. who would think? So It is his age. Ultron, and here his, here's his height. He's eight to nine feet tall. That's very which means tall. That the five foot ten James Spader had to wear an antenna like contraption made out of thick wire <laughs> with two red balls attached to the top that were the reference points for Ultron's eyes. <laughs> Elizabeth Ultron. I just I love imagining him doing that because <laughs> that just seems weird. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen said it was actually distracting because Spader would give such intense intense performances out of instinct she would look at him rather than the balls representing his eyes. <laughs> the actor for Quicksilver, Aaron Taylor Johnson, was actually asked to lose weight, muscle mass, because he looked too strong to portray a runner. Huh. 
I that's mean, he had interesting. Superpowers. That's odd. He doesn't have to look like a runner. Right. I think it's probably fine. But I'm going to guess that that may have come from uh, writer-director Joss Whedon of that movie, who we found has uh, said similarly fucked up things to a number of his yep. uh, uh, cast recently. Uh, feel free to Google how fucked up all that is. Yeah. Next one is actually about Joss Whedon. Oh. <laughs> He said that he wanted Spider-Man and Captain Marvel to appear in the final sequence, but they were unable to include them due to the timing issues of that. Hmm. Because those characters had not been introduced yet. Yeah, fair. <laughs> and my guess is they yeah. hadn't even been cast yet, really. Cause Probably not. We got a while to go before... I guess not a while. while. It's a couple of movies before Civil War. They could have. They could have had Inklings, I guess, by then. Oh, Spider-Man, but at least. Not for, Captain Marvel, yeah, not probably for, not. Not for Captain Marvel, yeah. So, anyways. This next one is, it's not, it's just, for some reason it lists this. It's the screen time of every one of the Avengers. Yeah. Do you want to guess who has the most screen time? I'm going to go with Hawkeye. Shocking. He's third to last. Huh. I thought that it was going to be America something has... crazy, and that's why I picked him. Oh, I mean, I thought I, I'm shocked that he was so far down. Mm-hmm. So Captain America has 50, 50 minutes. Iron Man has forty five. Black Widow has thirty three. Quicksilver has twenty six. Hulk has twenty four. <laughs> Scarlet Witch has twenty one. Hawkeye has twenty minutes. Thor has 15, fourteen, and the Vision has okay. nine. I say it makes sense that the Vision has so little because he only is in the last third of the movie. I know, and it but makes sense that it, Thor has a, so little because he goes he to for, Asgard. Yeah. But they go to Hawkeye's house. You'd think that they would be. More, I know, more. yeah. That's. <laughs> I mean, this movie is the movie that made me and a lot of people really like Hawkeye. Yeah, because they really fleshed him out. Versus Avengers, he spends half the movie mind controlled, and then the other half he's just slinging arrows. You don't really yeah. get to know about him, really. I'm excited about his show. You know what? I, you know what show I'm Loki is really excited about. Is it Falcon and Winter Soldier? <laughs> no. Loki, what is it? <laughs> it's it's called Loki. <laughs> I'm actually super excited about that too. I was always only like, oh, I like Owen Wilson. I like uh, the character of Loki. I guess I'm Loki excited for this show. Uh, but now having seen the trailer, I'm high key excited for it. I think this, yeah. that's an interesting concept. I'm very excited for those of you who haven't seen the trailer yet uh, and don't want spoilers, spoilers, but the new Loki TV show is after Avengers Endgame when Loki, uh, Loki escapes uh, an institution dedicated to main, maintaining the time, the timeline uh, shows up and gets Loki and they're like, Hey, you fucked it up. And now we need you to fix it. And that's just such an interesting concept. I love a weird, yeah, like, uh, hey, we're the time police kind of a thing. You can't run from the time police. Nope, you will not survive. Uh, so, speaking he, of, tell me... Oh, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say a thing, and then I have one more fun fact. Oh, okay. Yeah, go for it. The, most, the thing I'm most excited for in that Loki show is that it's the Loki from Avengers... Like yeah. he hasn't had the character development, so he's still yeah kind of a villain, kind of like Gamora in the new stuff too. Mm-hmm. 
last one. Yeah, fact, that'd be cool. Kind of also to go with the he wanted Spider Man and Captain Marvel. At some point, Abomination was going to show up and be a secondary villain in the movie. That's and too Tim much. Roth would have reprised that role, but they wrote him out of the film. That's too much. Yeah. That would have been cool, though, to see Tim Roth again. I feel like we need more. I'm sad that we only got that one Hulk movie. I don't know what you would do with another Hulk movie, I guess, but I'm not the writer. I'm just the person who watches it. So yeah. fucking fix it, I guess. With the MCU formula, I'd be interested yeah. to see how a Hulk movie, because it, it was, as we discussed on that episode, it was not fleshed out at that point. No. Even a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah, that would have been interesting. That's, I guess, an interest. That's a good question to talk about. How do you feel about where we're at with the formula of the MCU now? I think we're we are solidly, especially when we talked about it on the Guardians episode. It kind of yeah. Guardians kind of solidified the humor of the MCU. Yeah, and then we see a lot of that in this movie, like when Cap Our says Thor something. Jokes. Yeah, the Thor jokes when Cap says something, and then or Iron Man does, and then Cap's like language, and then it keeps mm-hmm. popping up. Yeah, I mean, it's also just kind of Joss Whedon humor. Yeah. Like when Hulk and Black Widow fall over the counter and then Hulk lands and his face is in her boobs. That's a very Joss Whedon uh, thing. Speaking of, apparently, <laughs> uh, when Gal Gadot said, I will not do that scene, Joss Whedon said, I can ruin your career. And I got to say, wow. I'm... I'm I'm really okay with how that's turning out because it seems like it's it's him that's not going to be doing a lot more uh, because of yeah, Joss Whedon. For those of you who haven't been up to date with the things that he's done uh, recently, a lot of them have come up because of uh, Ray Fisher, who is cyborg in the Justice League movie. Um, mm-hmm. He's come he's come forward with a lot of of the really heinous shit that Joss Whedon did. Um, and Good for him. Yeah, it's really he's he's done a lot, and he's he's had to defend himself against a lot of people that are just like, well, but is that really what happened? And you're like, fucking yeah, dude, don't be like that. So, you know, yeah. I'm I'm happy I'm happy that he's been able to get the truth out there and talk about this, and that other people have come forward as well. A lot of the people that worked on Buffy, uh, things like that. So, uh, so it's not a recent development. It's been. Just it's been this day yeah. pretty much the whole time. They apparently they were saying like um, he uh, Michelle Trachtenberg is in the last two seasons, last three seasons of Buffy, and there was a rule on set that she couldn't be alone with Joss Whedon. And I don't know if it's like a. I think that it may have just. I think that it might have been that he 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 would get me. He gets mean. He was mean to a lot of the the women on set. So that's super inappropriate. Anyways, speaking of Joss Whedon and the justice league, uh, let's talk about the, the DC EU, the, the DC comics expanded universe. How many, how many of these movies have you seen? Uh, I've seen four. I have seen, well, three and three fourths. <laughs> oh no, no! I've seen four and three fourths because I've seen Man of Steel. Okay, I've not seen Man I of saw, Steel. It's the only one I've not seen. I saw most of Batman v Superman. That's the mm-hmm. three fourths. I saw Justice League, 
I saw Aquaman, and I saw the theatrical Justice League, Aquaman, yeah. and Birds of Prey. I've seen. Let's see. I've not seen uh, Man of Steel, but I've seen Batman v Superman, the extended version, twice now. I've seen both versions of the Justice League. I've seen both Wonder Woman's. Oh, I've, I've seen, seen Wonder Suicide. Woman. Oh, okay. I've seen Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, Shazam, Aquaman. I think I've seen almost all of the sh- the movies, almost none of the shows, and I feel like, I mean, apart from the fact that what they're doing is very different, at least now, what they they tried to do something like the MCU, I think, and what they're doing now is very different. It just seems yeah. like a lot of it. I don't know. I it's it's weird to say that I feel like the the audience that's a huge fan of the DCEU and the audience that's a huge fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe are not the same. Like, casual fans yeah, of both, for sure. But it seems weird to say that, but I think that that's the case. Uh, having seen the four-hour-long Justice League, I can honestly say that if you have the time to commit, it was better than the two-hour-long Justice League. I would much rather sit through all four hours of that again than sit through the two hours of the theatrical Justice League again. Oh. That's saying something. Yeah, you know, I I fell asleep in the in the theatrical Justice League three times, and I stopped the four hour long Justice League because I was getting sleepy and didn't want to fall asleep in it, so I could watch it again the next day. Uh-huh. So, but I feel like with the just with the DC movies, it's really I'm not I'm not as excited about them as a concept as i am the marvel ones like anytime they announce a new marvel thing i'm like i'm gonna be there i don't know what it is yet but i'm excited and with the dc ones i'm like i gotta know like i'm excited about the new suicide squad because i liked the first suicide squad but i'm not like the, i mean it's james gunn too which is gonna be amazing. It, yeah. so but i don't i don't know i don't even know if i really have any point to this conversation just that they're different. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any thoughts on the comparison of the DC movies versus the Marvel movies? <clears throat> I do. So, one of the big things about Age of Ultron that I uh, I fervently defend this movie mm-hmm. because when it came out, it was very critically panned. It was very audience panned too. They were like, uh, "How long is the MCU going to last?" Like, I read a lot of articles and shit like that when it came out. Yeah, and. <clears throat> It's because it's the middle story, which so many people, which the majority of people don't enjoy as much as the beginning or the end of a story. Or like the introduction, like your favorite is Two Towers because it introduces Rohan, not because it's the beginning of their story. It's not the middle of their story. Right. Um, Because this movie has only been improved by every movie that has come after it, I feel. True. you get the the little drop of Wakanda. You get Ulysses' claw and the vibranium, which then all comes to fruition when uh, Killmonger, up to his namesake, kills Ulysses' claw. Yeah, and then like it, this stuff it, it all bleeds into the future. Like all the Vision stuff now with WandaVision, I think has made Age of Ultron even better. Again, yeah, absolutely. Because <clears throat> you get more of Scarlet Witch's like background and right. It, it only improved this movie. I thought about that when I thought about like fleshing it out. They're, they're talking about um, oh about the missile that they're like the missile uh-huh. said Stark on it, that, and then thinking about that scene in Wandavision where it's showing 
like why is why is Wanda the way she is? I was like, oh man, yeah. That and I was waiting not that it, it wasn't powerful before. It's so powerful now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like there have been enough DC DCU movies that mm-hmm. I don't know that any of them have been retroactively improved like that. No. I will say that the second time I watched Batman v Superman, I I I liked it better. I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't well, like that movie. But I watched it a second time, and I'm seen, like, I don't. After you'd oh, seen pretty, other movies, yeah, ones I, that came out. Yeah, but also I don't know if it's that that made me like it better, or if the fact that I was like, you know what, I'm ready to sit down and give this a chance, knowing how yeah. bad it was before. And it was slightly less bad than you remembered it, basically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not the same as Ultron. I wonder if it's it. It feels weird to say this for a corporate, like, mega blockbuster, blah blah blah. But I think the Marvel movies just have more heart, which isn't something yeah. that you need to have in a movie necessarily, because there's like no heart in Uncut Gems, and that movie was amazing. But I think that for a superhero movie specifically, I think that yeah. it adds something. Yeah, and I wonder if that's what makes me not connect as much with some of the DC movies, and the ones that I do connect with are the ones that have more heart. Like Birds of Prey has yeah. a tremendous amount of yeah. that, as the French say, I don't know what. So, anyways, I think the real takeaway here is that everybody needs to watch Birds of Prey because that movie's fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, and since since DC has decided to not just try to emulate the MCU, the movies are better. Mm-hmm. Shazam was quite good too. Also, I didn't see Shazam, but I heard very, very good from people that I very much trust their opinion on superhero movies, like you, and also me. Oh, okay, Birds of Prey was really good. <laughs> yeah, I liked the first Suicide Squad. I know it's not good. So don't use the that new one as looks, your... I'm very interested in the new one. Yeah, There's the new one looks really good. Those are like my favorite animals. Weasels. There's so many animals in this. <laughs> John Cena, he fights like an animal sometimes. He's in it. He's got yeah. a bird on his shirt. That's another animal. We all have Zodiac animals, so... Right? Everyone, I uh, guess everyone. <laughs> a Harley is a, is a motorcycle. It's a type of hog. Harley Quinn is in it. That's another animal. You know, yeah. I think this is getting away from me. Sean Gunn plays Weasel. He also plays the body of Rocket Raccoon. He's in it. That's another animal. Uh huh. Guns are Anyways. used in hunting. Yeah, that's so <laughs> many animals. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, we're gonna have another episode for you by the end of this month, uh, and I, I, I have to. We're gonna talk about what movies it is because I had an idea, uh, but we'll post on social media beforehand for those of you that like to watch them beforehand. Uh, until then, though, unless you have anything else to say, uh, nope. thank you guys for listening and uh, keep watching movies. And stay curious. And uh, we love you. And we love you.